0: Hey guys, (laughs) why? (laughs) Why just start? Uh, It's your boys, Felipe and Rowan. Yeah, um, we run this (laughs) joint. Um, We do this every two weeks. Um, This is an objective podcast, so I'm only making objective statements.
1: Hey, you are tuning in to the Soil Podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, like thanks we for said before, uh, that's Rowan over there. This is Felipe. And uh, Wait. yeah, thanks for checking us out. Uh, if you like us after this episode, you can find us on social media or you can check us out on SoilSingingPodcast.com.
0: You can't find me.
1: Um, also, uh, th- In this week's news and information, pandas have taken over the Alaska. So, sorry to everybody listening in Alaska.
0: Suck on that, polar bears. The balls are in your court. <laughs> uh, you were taking too long, to be honest. Polar bears, come on. You've been, like, almost extinct for, like, Six years now. Polar bears? Uh yeah. Since when? Polar bears. See the polar bears. They're like bears.
1: literally like the apex predator of the Arctic. Besides yeah, killer whales. Is melting. You just get some more.
0: Facts, right? Like go to quick trip. Really not that hard. Just adapt. Stop at, stop adapt
1: at, overcome polar bears. Come on now. You don't need the ice.
0: This is why you're getting clapped by kung fu fighting pandas okay like come on <laughs> we also i it thought coming. it
1: was the cats that were kung fu fighting
0: why why would cats be kung fu fighting? i don't know
1: they were just fast as lightning honestly it was a little bit frightening
0: why did you put cats into it that's not the lyric
1: yes it is Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those cats were fast as lightning. No way. What did you think the lyric (laughs) was? What did you think the lyric was? Go on. Enlighten us. Share with the class. Honestly,
0: I just said a bunch of gibberish. uh, uh, This is lightning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there are words in those guys,
0: Those guys are fast as lightning.
1: Cats are fast as lightning.
0: Huh. You don't say.
1: I I do.
0: Go ahead. I was going to do something but then I kind of forgot and
1: We can't play music on the podcast. So if that's what you're going to do, we no, can't. No, I'm not
0: going to play music on the that's podcast. That's how we get That's I almost said something that if I If we say, to say
1: if we here this is completely but if we play music that's not ours or we don't have rights to on the podcast some of our things will like flag us or like not air the episode or whatever, but I wonder How much we have to talk about COVID for us to get flagged. Actually, the last episode that we said the word COVID didn't get flagged. So I'm just. COVID,
0: COVID, COVID, (laughs) COVID. COVID 19 is in your cereal. Stop eating Cheerios.
1: (laughs) I don't think they would get people with Cheerios. Not a lot Um, of people are eating Cheerios nowadays.
0: Why? It's the best cereal. We should. You don't believe that. We should draft. Do you like, Have you seen that in TikToks where it's like yeah, draft, yeah. draft your yeah. favorite cereals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that. Yeah,
1: yeah, Do you have them? I could go right now. <laughs> Actually, I can't do cereals. I don't know that many cereals. Well,
0: I don't think we want to do that right now.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe an after show episode.
1: No, nah, uh, what's, a, what's a good draft? Top five?
0: All right. Top draft?
1: Wait, Ooh. wait. No, no, no. Are we going cereals? Yeah. Who goes first? Heads or Tails. Tails. Ah. all right you go first
0: Ooh, i wasn't expecting this question i'm gonna be honest with you
1: number one pick <laughs> go <laughs>
0: number one pick corn puffs i'm just kidding you're whack <laughs> you already said it you're taking <laughs> corn puffs no no
1: no 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 rice krispies rice krispies number one pick number one pick for me frosted flakes always trash, trash. they're more than good
0: lucky charms second pick
1: See, I've got nowhere else to go.
0: Exactly. Loser. L. L. Nah, what? Spam, what did you say? Spam L in the chat. What did you say? Lucky charms.
1: Lucky charms? Bro, with my second overall pick of the cereal draft of 2022. You're stalling. I pick, I'm trying to think of more cereals. Uh, I don't need a lot of cereal. I only go for Frosted Flake. Uh, ooh underrated one right here that I'm going to take at number two, Honeycombs.
0: You are...
1: You're probably going to pick something...
0: I can't even say what I want to say. Stupid like Raisin
1: Bran at number three.
0: No, Raisin Bran is nasty.
1: You would eat Raisin Bran.
0: Captain Crunch. Slept on. Delicious. Ooh.
1: You're just picking all the ones with marshmallows, honestly. Does Captain Crunch have marshmallows?
0: I picked... Rice Krispies, Captain Crunch, and... Rice Krispies,
1: marshmallows.
0: You're thinking of Rice Krispie treats.
1: Exactly. That's that's the only reason why you buy that cereal. No one's just out here eating Rice Krispies. Uh, Number three.
0: Because it's delicious. You've never
1: had Rice Krispies. I've never seen (laughs) you in your life eat Rice Krispies.
0: (laughs) That's a lie. I've known
1: you for 45 years, Rowan. And the only cereal I have seen you eat is Fruity Pebbles. So number three, I'm picking Fruity Pebbles. No, you eat Cocoa Dino Bites, which is the ripoff hey, of hey. the of the chocolate or the Cocoa Pebbles. It's a supermarket brand of the Cocoa Pebbles.
0: So what are you picking?
1: I'm picking Fruity Pebbles.
0: Cocoa Dino Bites for my <laughs> final pick. It's five picks. You're on number four. I know, but we have an episode. Oh, uh, you're, right. you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're
1: right. You're right. What would be my number four? What we'll would be my number four?
0: So much for saving it for the after show too.
1: Why would we save it for we haven't done an episode of the after show in a in like three years? You never know. Um, I think my last pick would be my second favorite cereal, Kicks Berry Berry Mix. They used to have okay, back in the day, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some wisdom on y'all for the youths Wheaties. listening. Wheaties? It's literally cardboard. The only reason why... Anyway, so I'm going to go back to the Kixberry Berry Mix. They used to have them back in the day, and they're so filled with sugar and food coloring, it would turn your milk like pink. And it was was like the best cereal milk I had ever had in my life. I think that's how you rate a good cereal. I'm going to be honest with you. You rate a good cereal based on the cereal milk left over. That's why Frosted Figs, for me, is always going to be number one, because... Like, the, the milk at the end just gives you diabetes. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want out of a good cereal. If it turns brown and it tastes like like slightly less flavored chocolate milk, I don't want that. If it turns, like, different. And the marshmallows in the other cereal, they just get, like, really flimsy. And if you don't eat them fast enough, they're not good.
0: Hey, guys, uh, go to our website at, um, at SoIWasThinkingPodcast.com. Uh, give uh, all the money is going to go to treating Felipe's disabilities. Um, what disabilities? Concussion. Uh, whatever boy. this frosted flakes malarkey is. How disgusto? old are you? Gosh. Anyway, we do have an episode. We yeah. And we've been rambling on for five minutes about.
1: We're on minute number ten.
0: Yeah. So the um get off your phone the episode the episode is about um proper worship
1: yeah you're right (laughs) it is about proper worship i got Uh, off instagram my bad
0: i think um worship worship is a tricky word and to be honest this uh Planning for this episode was really helpful because it kind of helped me get an understanding of what worship actually meant because yeah. I knew it wasn't singing songs at church.
1: It definitely is singing songs at church.
0: But not just that. Is it is I mean. just
1: that. Go on.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Bad theology. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to break down uh, worship songs using music theory. Um
1: this episode is really our top-ranked worship songs of all time. Uh, draft, order, draft picking. Oh, snap. Songs. Number one, I'm going first this time, Oceans.
0: <laughs> oh, Reckless Love.
1: Oh, <laughs> number, number two? <laughs> number two? What, be a, what this, a beautiful bro. name.
0: <laughs> we can't be doing this. Okay. Um, so, like, worship, worship isn't just singing songs at church, right? Um, The Bible says, like, worship God in everything that we do, Um, right? And so I kind of had trouble, like, writing down notes for this episode uh, because I kind of went down a few different topics and stuff like that. But we finally, and I think this is important, defining worship. So how do we define worship? This is what we came up with. Uh, worship is the act of submitting our lives to Christ and declaring that he is worthy. If we are ready to declare him as worthy in our songs, we should prepare to act like it in everything we do. We worship through obedience because it is our declaration that he is worthy of our praise. Um, So that that is our definition, right? So... Worship. When we talk about worship, because we're going to be saying that word a lot in yeah. this podcast, we're talking about submitting our lives to Christ and declaring that He alone is worthy. Yeah, He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of
1: yeah. It's where the word worship, worship comes lives. from. Yeah, is declaring that something has worth. Worship worthy. You know. <laughs> No, you it's are true. On something no, today. no, no. It's true. No, that was that was part of the definition when we were looking it up. Is that, that's basically where it comes from is declaring that he is worthy, declaring that something has worth. Right. Like so that's that's why we talk about like bad worship or the things that you worship. Um, and that's why in the Ten Commandments, God makes himself first and foremost, right? He says, I'm the Lord your God. You should have no other gods before me, because what you worship, you're declaring is worth you everything to you so like when you get your worship out of whack you can worship god you can you can worship money you can worship women you can worship uh your job you can worship so many other things you're just declaring that that thing is worth whatever you have yeah or whatever you are and so like um that's why i think it's important that we have a, a good working definition of worship which is declaring that something is worthy or worth it whatever it might be worth, worth of your life, worth of your praise, worth of your attention. Because we need to understand that if we're going to talk about proper worship, that we can worship improperly and we can worship other things. Like, yeah. Because what we're saying when we say that we worship something, that we worship God, we're declaring that God is worth our uh, affection. He's worth our attention. He's worth our what?
0: Nothing.
1: He's worth our affection and our attention and our praise and, and everything that we have to offer.
0: Yeah, I was, I was going to say it, tying this back to our last episode, when we talked about discipline, um, what are we giving worth? What are we praising? What is worthy of our time? Cause I think we can worship our jobs, right? We can worship money where, Everything we do is to further our financial goals. And everything that we do is so that we get more money and more material things. And by doing that, we're saying money and our job, that's worth my time. That's worth my praise. And we're taking that worship and we're taking it away from God. When I think we need to fix our eyes, and this is where it ties in with discipline, we need to discipline ourselves to worship God and declare that he is worthy above our finances and above our relationship status or whatever you may might be struggling with. It takes discipline to say like, God, I'm struggling with this because we can struggle in those areas. I'm not saying you can't, but to say, God, you've got this covered. I'm still going to worship you. You are the object of my praise. I fully submit to you and to your rule and kingdom. Yeah. Um, and I think that's super important because when we talk about proper worship, like God is a holy being that ne- requires proper worship, right? We're we're not supposed to like backhandedly worship God, and I think it's really important in our walk with, in our, jeez, f- f- whoa, uh, walk in sanctification to learn how to properly worship God in everything that we do.
1: Yeah. And and from the get-go, when God introduces himself to humanity, um, he does so by distinguishing himself as different from everything else. Um, right? Like, we can refer back to Exodus when, uh, when Moses walks into the cave with the burning bush, and as soon as he gets close, he hears a voice that says, take off your sandals, it's this is holy ground and moses does so and falls on his face as he realizes that the being that he's encountering is so much holier than him that it causes him to change his physical posture before such a holy being right like as we read um through the prophets and we read a lot of them had visions of god isaiah is the first one that comes to mind he falls flat on his face before god after having a vision of him and having a vision of his glory and his splendor and wonder that it causes him to physically change his posture and his stance to reflect what he's seeing and to reflect how he, um, how he feels in that moment, right? Like, and it's not just about a feeling, but it's like, whoa, like this is God. Um, and I think when we, when we normally talk about worship, we talk about, it's usually tied into music, right? And so I think, I think when we talk about worship and we refer to music and we have a bad understanding of worship, then it's like a slow song, right? And so you put a song that gets your feelings involved and it it becomes less about like, actually worshiping and more about an experience right like so you're you're chasing this feeling and you want to get goosebumps and maybe shed a tear or two if you want to look extra spiritual in front of that crush that you have at church um and you you know like that's why i picked oceans number one uh and you you want to lift your hands or whatever and it's about a moment and an experience and the feeling right but worship is so much more than that because i think in order to worship in order to declare that god is worthy like it requires your your actions. It requires your feelings. It requires emotions as you like declare your affection for the one who is above all. But then you also, it requires your mind, right? Because you have to rationalize, Hey, like I, I understand what I'm doing right now in this moment is worship. And I'm going to declare with everything that I have that God is worth it all. Um, and it, it does require singing, singing, but it also require requires reverence, right? Like, because worship happens outside of melody and harmony and tempo and rhythm, right? Like worship happens when I'm at work and I choose to live a certain way that reflects the character and the glory of God. And I'm doing so in my actions, in my speech and in everything that I do and the quality of my work, like that can be worship to God. Um, when when I stand in awe of God's creation and I say things like, God, you are so good. God, in your splendor and your awe and your beauty, you've created all things to give you glory. Like, when I'm giving those words back to God, um, that's standing in awe. So, like, it, it is it is declaring that God is worth our praise and our affection and our love and our attention.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a big big um no that's a big thing <laughs> to talk about when talking about like worship is what does worship look like in ordinary life um like your day to day just going to work and stuff like that and i think it all goes back to being a representation of oh jeez ooh completely lost my train of thought um i think it all goes like when we worship god in the ordinary i think it goes back to how are you honoring god right like how are you is what you're saying honoring to god is what you're doing honoring to god in everything that you do right uh like the like at work is the effort that you're putting in the best effort you can give right because we're supposed to do everything for the glory of god are the words that you're speaking into other people's lives, is are those the best words that you can be speaking into other people's lives? Because that is everything that you say is for the glory of God. And I think when we talk about worship as like an act of submission to God, I think this is really where we start getting into people holding on tight to things that they like. Because at work, it's like you spend... 40 hours a week with these people you don't want to seem like a weirdo like you want you want to get along with these people and so you're like you know what I'll swear around these people because I know I'm not supposed to but I'm gonna God can have everything else but I'm just gonna talk the the way I want to talk so that I can get along with these people because it's just gonna be too difficult for me to stand out And I just want to take the easy route. So I'm going to hold on to this, but God, you can have the rest of my life. And with God, you can't do that. Like, there is no, you can have this tiny portion of my life, but the rest I'm going to keep, right? We need to fully submit to God because at the end of the day, the words that we're speaking, like, God gives us the breath to say those words. God gave us the brain to, like, be able to speak in the first place. So like we need to walk in obedience to him in that sense.
1: Yeah. I think um, as, as we were planning this and even now just talking about it, um, I don't, I don't think I normally tend to think of worship as just music, right? Like if we're, if we're talking about declaring that God is worthy and and giving him worth and giving him attention and affection and praise and and saying that that there is an intellectual portion of worship um i know that for me in my life worship sometimes only happens and you i mean like if you if you've studied history right in any in any sense in any fashion right you you have an idea of the egyptians you have an idea of the romans of the greeks and how they worshiped their gods and how they had gods for different things and Whenever they needed it to rain, they would go and pray and worship and offer sacrifice to the rain god. Whenever they needed, you know, whenever it was baby-making time, they would go to the god of fertility and they would offer praise and sacrifice and burn candles and whatever. Like whenever they needed something, they would seek a god out to fulfill that need. And I feel like as Christians, and especially in my life, that is normally and this is a bad thing, but that is normally where my worship comes from, right? Like you don't seek God. You don't tend to declare his worth. You don't tend to declare his praises until you need something, right? And for me, like, it's not like, I don't think I'm going to God only when I need money or only when I need this. But like, for me, it's a lot of times like I'm struggling with something. I'm going through a rough time. I'm going through a rough patch. Then I tend to like you know, I'll go on a long car ride. I'll turn on worship music or, you know, like Christian music, some of the low, slow, somberful stuff. And something that reminds me of who God is, Um, something that declares the goodness of God and turns my attention back to God. But it's like, it's almost like I'm trying to work. I'm also trying to get God's feelings, you know, to change about my situation that he might help me. And... Yeah. And that's that's not worship because what happens when things are going good? You know, like normally when things are going good, like instead of worshiping God, instead of turning my affection and my praise and my attention toward Him, and declaring like and reminding myself and even reminding God, which sounds like a heretical statement, but I don't think it is because Moses did it, um, in the Bible. But like saying like God, you are good, like you are gracious, you are kind, you are merciful you are patient, you are wrathful, you are loving, you are ever enduring, you are immutable, you are all knowing, all powerful, Um, like, and declaring that God is worth all of my attention, all of my affection, like when life is going good, I normally don't remind myself that God is still worth it all. It's normally when I'm going through the rough patch that I remind myself that God is worthy of it all, like, and I'm trying to like, you know, fight through it. And maybe that's now, as I say that out loud, like maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe that's when you need to do it. But then the discipline faith becomes doing it all the time, right? Like that we were talking about in our last episode. Because I think a lot of times when our souls are, are beaten down and when our souls are heavy, like... Maybe we do need to remind ourselves like, yo, God is exactly who he says he is. He's still on the throne. He's still worthy of my love. He's still worthy of my affection. Even though it doesn't feel good, even though it doesn't look good, even though my circumstances suck right now, I can trust God because he is who he says he is because he is that same God when life was great, you know? Like, And, and uh, the discipline for me then is like, yo, when life is going great, um, God is still worthy of it all right like even all the good things in my life like he can take that away in a moment and whenever he wants and he's still worthy he's still worth it all
0: yeah I agree um I think first Timothy 4 uh 4 verse 12 uh I think is a good uh, starting on verse 12 is a good example of like what it looks like to live a life of worship. It says, "Let no one despise you of your you- oh, can't read. Um, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have. Um, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So I think like by worship, watching ourselves in our speech, in our conduct, in our purity, in all of those things— And so that everybody who, like, sees your daily walk in sanctification and walk with Christ, they'll see that progress and that will lead the people around you to Christ. And, like, isn't that the greatest gift? Isn't that the greatest act of love that you could ever enact on somebody else is to bring them to know uh, Christ and know that, like, Christ – died for their sins and christ saved them um yeah
1: yeah and i think um going off to piggyback off of rowan's head uh
0: <laughs> good one uh
1: as we as we uh look at that verse in that context in in specific it's a it's a call to action right like paul is calling Timothy to live high above the standard, but in doing so, in the way that he lives, as an act of worship, as an act of sacrifice to God, like his lifestyle is a saying that God is worth it, and in his lifestyle, God would be magnified and glorified, and in doing so, other people would see that, that how he's living his life glorifies God, and they themselves would then glorify God and give God praise and worship, right? Like declare that God is worth it um we had this other verse written down but like when we when we talk about worship uh in the bible there are numerous times and i don't know why but this one just came up to me um i feel like we take worship out of context and we use verses to do so um and it's funny like growing up the story of peter and no who is in the who is in the jail was it peter Or was it Paul and Silas that were in jail?
0: I think it was Paul and Silas, wasn't it?
1: I think Peter was also in jail and there's a story of that but Paul and Silas are the ones where they it says that they started worshiping and then the jail like broke open and they just walked out right so Paul and Silas are in jail and so like I've heard really bad theology where it's like you know when you worship the walls come falling down and blah 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 and that happens in the New Testament with Paul and Silas that happens in the Old Testament with the walls of Jericho right like the people of God worship and they sing a song or whatever and then the walls come tumbling down like but when we take a look at the story that happened there in in the jail like they didn't worship to get the walls to fall down they didn't sing songs to be relieved of a problem they didn't sing songs to hey like you know what like they're gonna name it and claim it and they're gonna declare that god is they weren't singing like uh song specifically like jesus bring these walls down in your name hallelujah hallelujah repeat the bridge 15 times you know like they were they even were
0: though everybody knows the seventh repeat of the bridge is, is the, the holiest
1: one yes. yeah 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 um but they were they were worshiping because even in jail right even though their life was on the line the worship is declaring that god is worth it worth it all right like if 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 being in jail, like they're in the thick of it, right, and yeah, their lives are on the line, and they're saying, "Hey, even though our lives are on the line, we might die from this, God is worth it all, yeah, like that's what worship really means when when your bank account is full, it's realizing, hey, even if all of this goes away, God is worth it all, yeah. It's it's when, you know, like life is going terrible and, and, you know, like you're being persecuted for for your faith or you're going through a tough time, whatever the case might be, you're able to say, well, God is worth it all. Um, that's proper worship is is reminding your heart and your mind and your soul um, and aligning all three of those and, and your ration and your reason to say like, yeah, at the end of the day, God is worth it all. That's proper worship, right? Like it's not just about singing songs and melodies and hymns and and all of that. It's about the declaration of 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 the words. It's about the heart behind the words. It's what you're doing. It's with your actions saying that God is worth it all.
0: Yeah, that's good. Anything.
1: No, I've got nothing else to add. I did most of the talking for this episode while you took another wow. nap.
0: Wow. I did not take a nap, bro. You'd be lying. Ugh. So, this is it. It's the end. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, This was the So I Was Thinking podcast. Um, If you like what you hear... Follow, like, subscribe Share um, Yeah, share with your friends and family If you want to support us Go to our website
1: SoIwasThinkingPodcast.com
0: Yeah, uh, follow us on social media Even though we never post um, At
1: so I was Thinking underscore podcast
0: Yeah, and I guess that's the gist of it, right? I'm not forgetting buy merch I
1: Haven't plugged that in a while
0: Yeah, and like a sound month Hopefully Felipe doesn't cut off the recording before the outro stops.
1: If you give me the right signal, I won't.
0: (laughs) 15 seconds. Um, And if nobody told you today... Stop. You look beautiful. Yeah.